Welcome back to another episode of Love It There. We are happy to be back for another episode as always. It is let's let's do some life updates. Hallie, what do you have for us? Anything new? Ooh, exciting? Okay. Um, let's see. I had a holiday bar crawl at IU on Saturday, so that was fun. Always a good time. Perfectly timed right before finals. I don't know whose idea that was, but honestly, a lot of people here like don't even have finals this week. So, <laughs> who put this on? <laughs> like put the, the bar bars. Oh, okay, they like okay. they like collab and like do it together. So it's not like a school affiliated thing, but right. Yeah, so that was on Saturday, and then since then, I've literally just been studying for my biochemistry final, which is on Wednesday. By the time you guys are listening to it, I will have already taken it, so maybe send some good energy out that I did well. I don't know how <laughs> it'll it's already be done. Send some good energy to whoever's grading you. That <laughs> to it's... my past self, that right? I killed it. Even though I'm probably not going to, but that's okay. Hallie's the worst. This is, everybody has somebody like this in their life that takes an exam and goes, oh my gosh, I literally failed that. She'll be like, no, Kelsey, seriously. Like I actually did so bad. And then she'll get a 98%. Okay. I, I really did used to be like that. But I feel like now I have, like, a much better understanding of, like, how I'm actually going to do. Like, I feel like now I'm pretty realistic. No, you still literally (laughs) do that. (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. But another update is Christmas wish list update. A boyfriend got me a digital camera. If you listened last (laughs) week, I said digital camera was on my wish list. And... I also, like, in last week's episode, kind of gave him a hard time because I was like, oh, he, like, never listens to the podcast. Like, whatever. Like, he doesn't listen. Yeah, so it is confirmed the boyfriend (laughs) listens to the podcast. Yeah, so sorry that I gave you a hard time. (laughs) He already had her Christmas gift bought, and then he listened to our podcast episode and bought her a digital camera. Yeah, so now I I feel bad. That's pretty – that's – other boyfriends out there take notes. He's doing a good job. Yeah, he gave it to me and he was like, this is proof that I do listen. And I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we can't wait to see all the great photos taken with this digital camera. Oh, yes. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm actually so excited. So I thought that since last week we talked about Christmas wish lists, this week we could give you some I ideas for people that you still need to buy gifts for if you're a procrastinator like I am and like to wait till the last minute. This is why you have Amazon Prime, okay? Two-day <laughs> shipping. It'll get to your doorstep. Honestly, now it's like one-day shipping. So like you can order things so last minute and it's great. Yeah. So we thought in the theme of travel, since that's what our podcast likes to focus on, we thought we would give some last minute gift ideas for people in your life that like to travel or maybe have a trip planned for the holidays. So we actually made an Amazon storefront that we're going to like put some of our recommendations in so you can have like direct links just to make it easy. So we'll put that on our Instagram. So be on the lookout for that in case you need some ideas. But we're just going to run through like some of our top recommendations real quick. So obviously, we already talked about in the Q&A episode, a good neck pillow and a good eye mask, as well as packing cubes. Other things that I thought of are like a good toiletry case or organizer. There's a good one that Kelsey actually has that is what made me think of this that like unfolds and you can hang it on a door. That's good for traveling because a lot of like small little Airbnbs or a lot of European bathrooms just have a pedestal sink. So they don't have a place for you to like set out your toiletry bag. So just being able to hang it somewhere and have all your stuff like easy access is so convenient. The second thing is reusable toiletry bottles. So like mini three ounce things that you can like put your shampoo in so you don't always have to go buy the like extremely overpriced mini bottles from like Target or whatever that are always so expensive. Also outlet adapters. I also talked about this in the Q&A episode briefly but I found one on Amazon that plugs in to like a variety of different outlets and 
for like a bunch of different European countries. So it's just like all in one place, which is convenient. And then the last thing that I found, which I didn't even know this was a thing. I found this when I was like looking up links for the other items that I thought of, but there's like a handheld weight scale. So you like hold it in your hand and then there's a hook and you can attach like your bag to it. So you can see if your bag is over oh, 50 that's pounds so nice. or not. Yeah, because that's like the most stressful thing yes. about traveling is getting to the airport and being like, ooh, is it going to be over? Am I going to have to unzip my bag and like take out my bag? pants and like expose yeah. my entire luggage situation to everybody in the airport around me like yeah that's so true because I Jackson is the type of traveler that refuses to do that so if our bag is more than 50 pounds we're paying the extra fee so if we can just oh like gosh. weigh it beforehand to avoid that embarrassment <laughs> that's good so okay the couple things I thought of so yeah on the same line as Hallie talking about doing like toiletry case or to re reusable toiletry bottles if you're like you know we are talking about like gifts for for people so if that's like just getting these empty toiletry bottles is not like that <laughs> exciting for people I know for at least for like female skincare like products and stuff like that they a lot of companies sell cute little like bundles of like mini sized things. And yeah. most of those are going to be like travel size or like TSA approved. So those would be great gifts for your travelers. Another thing I thought of is a good pair of sunglasses because I feel like if, especially if people travel a lot, sunglasses get broken, they get lost, whatever. And people <laughs> might need a new pair of sunglasses. And I especially like Gooder the brand gooder because they're like cheap and they have a bunch of different styles so if you're like an active traveler or like the, that was nice when we were like hiking or doing like the via ferrata thing because if they like these are really good and they don't fall off your face but if they like got scratched or whatever it's like they're cheap it doesn't really matter so i feel like yeah it's a good gift and that actually segues us into the sponsor of this podcast. So if you are looking for a pair of sunglasses, you can use code LOVEITTHERE for 10 No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, how long is she going to go? We are not sponsored. But We're just like, giving free sponsorship away right now. So, But gooder, if you hear this, let us know because Please we are sponsor. in the market for some sponsorship. I love my gooder. Please. I actually love my gooder sunglasses. They're, they're so great. My head is small, so I always have sunglasses that are too big for my head. And these do not shift off my face at all. So yeah, if you've never heard of the brand, I think it was like originally made for runners, right? Yeah to not yeah, like because, bounce up and down on your face. And that's why they're so light. So if mm -hmm. you like are active in any way, like our mom plays, well, our, both of our parents play pickleball, but we've like tried to get our mom to like get them for when she plays pickleball. Cause they're just like really good if you're like being active, but still want something to wear. Okay. That's the only free advertisement you're going to get, <laughs> but everybody will know we're talking about those when we talk about sunglasses. Okay. My last thought that I had was athleisure or specifically like a go-to airport outfit. So I have this pair of sweatpants that I pretty much wear every single time I'm flying because they're really, really lightweight, thin material, but they're pants. I hate sitting on those seats, the airplane seats with like bare legs or like wearing shorts or something. Yeah. But sometimes if you're going to like a really hot place, you don't want to be wearing like thick sweatpants and not be able to change once you get there until you get to like your hotel or whatever. So a nice pair of lightweight sweatpants is like a perfect gift for a go-to airport outfit. So yeah, those are my recommendations. Those were good. Those were definitely more like gifty than mine. Mine were like very practical, but. But also I was going to say, if you're gifting for a traveler, they probably love practical gifts because yeah. they're more about like spending money on experiences and not things and so like yeah. I personally love practical gifts so no me too and our like mom is really like she's always been like a practical gift giver like in our stockings we get like toothpaste and like <laughs> random things like that but, but it's, like, you know what I a lot of times that. it like, would be the travel appropriate size stuff that she would put in our stocking stuffers which those no, are exactly. perfect stocking stuffers because it's like yeah like toothpaste that's for sure is something annoying to like if you have a full thing of toothpaste that's like too big sometimes to take yeah in like a carry-on so like travel size toothpastes are honestly such a great little stocking stuffer yeah and well I remember one year she gave us all like travel size bottles to like the like reusable travel bottles right she gave us those like probably 
eight to ten years ago, and I still have them, and I still oh, yeah. use them, and they're so they're great to great. have. So it's like practical gifts, amazing. Honestly, underrated. So for sure, there you go. All right, great. So now you guys can use our Amazon storefront to do your last minute Christmas shopping for anybody who likes to travel or just anybody who has a trip upcoming. But okay, so today's episode is all about Madrid. Listener feedback, did they did a great job. Um, we have lots of listeners that A, requested Madrid and then B, gave us lots of good recommendations for what they experienced in Madrid. And that really got me and Hallie thinking, I mean, it just... It truly revealed how versatile a city Madrid is and how each visit can be distinctively individualized depending on the type of traveler you are. So when we got all this feedback from the listeners and recommendations, we decided we're going to kind of divide this episode up into different categories for like each type of experience you can have in Madrid. And then we'll take you through each category, category by category, and you can kind of mix and match and create your own experience when hopefully you go to Madrid someday. Yeah. So before we get into it, I just want to do like a disclaimer. We, like Kelsey said, we received a ton of recommendations from our listeners. So we're going to go through a few in each category, but instead of like listing every single one out, first of all, that would take forever. And second of all, it's not going to be very entertaining. (laughs) Um, So we're going to post like a list on our Instagram by category and just like list out every single recommendation that we got. So that way it's also like typed out so you can like do your own research and search up the names. It's just because a lot of them are like bars, restaurants, stuff like that. So like the names there, a lot of them are Spanish names. So they're just going to get jumbled. It's going to just be easier for you to have them written down. So check back on the Instagram. That'll be a post at some point. Okay. So the categories that we're going to cover today are friends slash college slash study abroad heavy on the nightlife that's category one and then we'll get into relaxing slash romantic that's another category and then adventurous and then the foodie the historian and then the classic tourist so hopefully you can kind of put yourself into one of these categories or maybe a combination of more than one to fit your ideal vacation Perfect. Okay, let's get into it. Enjoy today's episode on Madrid, Spain. Okay, so what category what category do you want to start with, Hal? Um, I feel like we should go ahead and just start with like the classic tourists, just hit like the basic hot spots. Right Perfect. That. Okay, good idea. Okay, so one of our listeners gave us some recommendations that he referred to as can't miss. So the first one is Plaza Mayor, which basically is this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's this big open square right in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. It's super cool. You like, I, I've been there when I went to Madrid and it's kind of surreal because you are walking through these like really tight, narrow alleyways. And then all of a sudden it just opens up into this huge plaza and it's a big meeting place for like a lot of tours. So if you're in Madrid doing some guided tours, Mm -hmm. it's probably pretty likely that they're going to meet there. It's also the location for an annual Christmas market that Madrid has. So they set up a bunch of little like Christmas booths and it's super festive and super cute. I unfortunately didn't get to see that because I was there in July, but (laughs) if I go back, I would love to see that. Sounds amazing. Yes. And Madrid, if you, I mean, Madrid's the capital of Spain, so it's like a big city. So like Hallie said, there's lots of like high rises. So it's like narrow streets, high buildings. So that's when you walk into this plaza and it's just like this big open space it is kind of a stark contrast to like the rest of the city yeah I found a picture online that shows like an aerial view of Plaza Mayor and it's really cool so I'll try to get that on the Instagram at some point so you guys can see that another kind of big open space is called Puerta del Sol and it's kind of Times Square adjacent I felt it's really busy, bustling, tons of people there. It's surrounded by shops. But that is actually like the geographical center of Spain, center of the country. There's a little plate on the ground that's kilometer zero. So 
It's the starting point for all of the major roads in Spain that start at this point. That little like plate on the ground is so small and it's very anticlimactic. It's just, <laughs> it's not like this huge big monument. So that's not that cool. I think just <laughs> the knowledge that in the middle of this square is the very center of Spain is kind of cool. But yeah, speaking of how this Puerta del Sol is kind of like Times Square, they have this tradition that they there's this big clock bell tower in the center of this Puerta del Sol. And at midnight on New Year's Eve, it the bell rings 12 times and there's a tradition that everybody like gathers there and eats 12 grapes, one for each chime of the clock at midnight. So it's just kind of funny like thinking of like the New Year's Eve in New York, like in Times Square of just like how wild and crazy it is. And then in Spain, they just are like eating grapes. <laughs> you like can't even talk because your mouth is full of grapes. Right. It's just silent. Yeah. I'm like that's a cute little tradition. That but. is cute. I feel like that'd be hard to do, honestly, too. Like, yeah, that's grape kind of a quick. second, like, basically. Popping like, them down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another thing that was recommended are both the Atletico de Madrid and Real Madrid stadiums. Um, if you're a soccer fan or football as they like to call it um these stadiums are like basically american football size stadiums like they're yeah. insanely large it's crazy to go to a game though if you have the opportunity yeah to do that, that'd be awesome. i know i looked up to try to go for a game but obviously like i said i was there during the summer which is like their off season so they weren't playing which was sad but I did go to the stadium for a different occasion, which I'll talk about later. Okay, another thing that one of the top tourist destinations in Madrid is Retiro Park, which we will talk about a little bit more later. So I'm going to save that. So just we'll pocket that for now. And oh, and then one more thing I wanted to say is, like I said, Madrid is like a big city. There's lots of shops, lots of shopping that you can do. And this is not necessarily like a must do tourist thing, but I just wanted to mention it that when we were shopping on a bunch of like the clothes, there were these English phrases that had been like lost in <laughs> yeah. translation somewhere. So like, do you guys remember? I don't know even the context, but the saying fries before guys or like <laughs> yeah. why that was ever a thing. But <laughs> so on this shirt that I saw was the design of a French fry on there on this shirt. And it said fries before boys. <laughs> I'm like, just somehow English phrase got translated to Spanish and then probably got translated back to English to be put on this shirt. And it just like got lost somewhere there and there were several of those just like walking through these shops in Madrid and seeing you're like those um, kind of things that's just not <laughs> but I'm just like picturing just some like little Spanish girl being like oh this is so great and like buy this shirt that just says fries before boys I'm like, <laughs> it's just funny okay so let's move on so that's kind of like doing the top touristy things in Madrid. Let's move to more of like Hallie said, a little bit heavier on the nightlife. So if you're going with like a friend trip or you're in college going to Madrid or you're going to study abroad there or something, Hallie will be able to tell you a little bit more about these recommendations. I did not go out in Madrid at all. Like I said in our Alcala episode, that's where I went out. I We never ventured into Madrid to do this, but Hallie's a little bit of a wild child. So here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get okay. to hear, we'll get to hear her <laughs> stories now. <laughs> yeah. Wild child. Definitely not. But <laughs> maybe just compared to Kelsey. That's yeah. The baseline. <laughs> but okay. So nightlife experience. My first time going to any club in Europe was in Madrid. So my eyes were a little bit open to how they do it over there. We go to our first club, which is Barcelo, which 10 out of 10, amazing experience. And to give like context to the Madrid bars, basically the two that we went to, it was like a $30 or a 30 euro cover, which is really expensive. I but like, that yeah, included, that's a lot. That included two drinks, like both places that we oh, went. Oh, okay. That's not so it's like then. really not that bad. Right. Yeah. So we get to this bar and it's great. We're loving it. The people on one side of us are from France. The people on the other side of us are from Belgium. The people behind us are from Israel. It was like crazy. <laughs> like we're like, wow, this is such a cultural experience. 
<laughs> so we're like dancing, whatever. I'm with my girls. And this was just like the first time that my eyes were opened to how different European men are from American men. Okay? What do you mean? They are so like forward. They just oh, like. Oh, yes. They just like if they if they see what they want, like they're going to go get it. And like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that Hallie okay. was single at this time. So even though we've been talking about her boyfriend, this was yes, six months this ago. This is back so. in time. I was very <laughs> single. We're like dancing, whatever. Like me and my friends having a good time. People would just like grab our hands and just like pull them and like start dancing. Like we were just getting like pulled every single direction. And we were like, what is going on? This is crazy. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know. It was just very... That's like, I fun, feel though. Like it, it was fun. Like, I feel like people are listening and they're probably like, ooh, that sounds like not okay. But like, no, it was fun. Like, Yeah. No, I know It wasn't in a creepy way. It's just friendly and it's lighthearted and that's like... It wasn't in like an aggressive way at all. Right, right, people right. People were yeah. just like, oh, like, let's dance. Like, we're having such a good time. Like, whatever. It was just like fun and everybody was like in a good mood. There was nobody like... I don't know. I feel like sometimes you go to like clubs in america and people are just like standing there like observing and like right right, right don't right. look Trying like they're having cool. a good time like no everybody was out like talking and like i don't know it was just a very different vibe so that was our first experience was barcelo and then a couple weekends later we went back to madrid and we went to capital okay this is where i had like my personal awakening <laughs> personal awakening oh geez i don't even know what you're about to say actually <laughs> no i'm just kidding so capital is a club in madrid it's very touristy like it's not a local club it's okay. where a lot of tourists go it's seven floors oh and my. that's that's all i need and it's to like say. nightclub bar on every single floor it's different vibes kind of on each floor like there's one floor that had like karaoke there's another floor oh that gosh. had only spanish music there's another floor that had like pop music so it was oh, like a different so vibe fun. on each floor but like i said in a previous episode when i was in spain i didn't have a sim card so right. i relied on wi-fi everywhere i went well, Capital had no Wi-Fi. So we get to this club. It's crazy. There's people everywhere. I don't have phone service at all. And I get separated from my group. Oh, no. So seven Rookie floors. Mistake. Seven floors worth of club. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm done for. Like, I am never going to be able to find my friends. Like, this is not good. So I go to a bar. Like, a little quieter section. This is the karaoke section, okay, to set the scene. So I'm in the karaoke section. There's some, like, American girls on stage singing Before He Cheats, okay? Just, like, <laughs> you, can, you can get the idea of what The this. picture is painted. <laughs> yes, okay. So I'm, like, standing in a corner, like, on my phone, trying to figure out how to, like, connect to some type of signal to figure out where my friends are. And this, like, guy comes up behind me. He's like, hey, like, are you, like looking for somebody and I was like oh yeah like I'm just like trying to figure out where my friends are like but it's fine like I'll figure it out like we're good he's like where are you from and I was like oh I'm from the United States he was like oh my gosh like I thought you were from Russia and I was what <laughs> I was wait like, why <laughs> did you have the slick back bun no my hair was <laughs> down the long like what? I mean was I guess giving off was, like, Russian vibes. blonde but yeah so I asked him I was like why do I look Russian I've never gotten that before <laughs> he was like oh it's just like you're just like tall and thin and like I don't know you just like are giving Russian <laughs> wait where was he from do you know he was from Spain oh interesting yeah but so then we like get to talking because I'm like okay I'm intrigued <laughs> right 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 yeah so we're talking and he like it like so you get like two drink tickets when you pay cover and he was like oh like I don't drink like do you want my drink tickets uh, I was like check yes amazing <laughs> so whatever he's like getting me a drink we're like catching up so I find out he's from Spain he like goes to school in the U.S. Oh, but wow. he's like very strange but oh, okay I'm anyways 
I end up getting asking, he gives me the drinks and I ask him if I can use like his phone hotspot so I can like find my friends. So this guy ends up saving the day, okay? Because then I get phone service and then I'm like able to figure out where my friends are. So you take his drink tickets and you ditch him. You say, thanks for the hotspot. Yes. I was like, (laughs) oh, here are my friends. We're going to go down here. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. So I'm reunited with my friends. And this was like very beginning of the night. So we hadn't even like really explored anything. Like I literally immediately <laughs> how did got you split get, up. <laughs> I don't understand how you got lost at the very beginning I don't, of the night. But. I don't either. There were so many people and like so many different places you could go. And I just like got lost somehow. Oh gosh. So I'm with my friends. We go down to the first like main floor, which is like EDM club. Like everybody's like raging, like whatever. It's great. <laughs> so we're down there. We're having a good time. My friend that I'm with, oh, this poor girl. (laughs) I am like dancing, having a good time. All of a sudden, I turn around, she's sobbing. I'm like, (gasps) oh no, no. Like, I like whispered to my friend, I'm like, oh no, like, what happened? (laughs) She was like, her phone got stolen. Oh gosh. Yeah. And this is the girl, I can't remember if I've told this story already or not, but she had been there. So, We were there in the month of July, and she had been there in the month of June, too. So she was there for two months. I was only there for one month. When she went to Barcelona in June, her phone got stolen in Barcelona. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. And she got a new phone. And Yeah. And the thing is, is when when you're an American and you go to Europe, like, you can't get things shipped from America to Europe. So, like... Our study abroad guides like were like, if you lose your phone, like you can't get a new phone because it's going to take a month for it to go through customs mm. for you to even get it. So they're like, you're yeah. not even going to get it by the time you have to leave. But for some reason, her dad had a work trip in Switzerland like a week after she lost her phone. So he was able to like bring it with him on the plane and then ship it from Switzerland. So oh, then wow. she got it like super quick. So she got a new phone and we go to Madrid and it got stolen again. Okay. So I don't want to hear any comments about how I lose things. You needed to (laughs) give her your tips of padlocking your purse. Yes. I I don't know why she did it, honestly, because we all did. And like, I don't know what happened. It's not cute, but obviously it works. Oh, I came out with my phone. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, so then we were like dealing with that. But then it's like also we couldn't leave because the trains aren't running. So we're stuck until 5.30 in the morning oh, because geez. there's no train that right. goes back to Alcala until so you're 5.30. Like, Wipe so those like, tears off your face, girl, and get yeah, back to this rager. <laughs> like, sorry for your luck, girl. That sucks. But like, we have four more hours. So like, you better, you better. <laughs> so either we're going to sit here and cry or we're going to party. <laughs> yeah. And then another friend of ours ended up getting lost in that club that just like shows how big this place is because literally we all kept getting lost and it was like a maze in this place wait that just reminds me i saw this thing on instagram that i sent to hallie earlier this week and it was like me as an older sister keeping track of all my my sister and her friends on her bachelorette party and it was like preschoolers that were like tied together and you're like guiding them on like a leash yeah like you know how they like in preschool you would like hold on to that rope and like everybody would have to walk along yeah that was and hearing this story yeah this is gonna be me having to keep track of Hallie and her friends on her bachelorette party the amount of times you guys lose each other yeah it was not good and it was really just the fact that like none of us could get a hold of each other because like none of us had good cell service and like So that just like added a whole other element to it. So it literally was so stressful. But I'll get back to that other girl later because that's an end of the night situation. So, okay. So we're on this main floor dancing and one of our friends has like a digital camera. Like I said, digital cameras, fire. Take the best (laughs) pictures. But every single picture that we tried to take, these like random guys would get in the back of every single one. Like, the, like they would see like a flash go off and for some reason like every single guy would be like oh like let me get in the picture and so we oh, have so many pictures with these like random guys that we, like, <laughs> don't know who they are and so i'll post some there's some really good ones like i said earlier european boys a little unhinged but also <laughs> me i'm a little unhinged so, oh geez so we're dancing and i like turn to my friends i was like I'm going to go find some guys to talk to. Like, does anybody want to come with me? So 
my one friend how you get lost yes so but my one friend came with me she was like yes i'll go with you so we were both so i'm like really tall obviously and then that girl that i was with is like my same height so we're like really tall so we're like okay we need to find two two tall guys like let's let's see what we can find so we like spot two tall guys in the back so we like walk over to talk to them they're german okay don't ask me why I always find my way to a German guy, but <laughs> <laughs> without fail, it always happens. So I like started talking to these, to one of the guys, my friend's talking to the other guy and we're like talking for a while, hitting it off. Conversation's great. They're like, oh, like who else are you here with? And I'm, and we're like, oh, we have like some of our friends, like they're over there. And they're like, oh, well, like we're here with some of our friends. Like how many friends do you have? And we were like, we have like, like two other friends and he he was like well we have two other friends like go get your friends <laughs> line them so, up yeah so we find our friends and there's like four of their friends four of our friends we like <laughs> all go up to the third floor and it was just like such a funny sight because we're like all dancing and then it's like i look around and like each of my friends is with like one of paired their friends. off with yes, the germans paired, completely paired with the germans <laughs> so i don't know it was so funny we i swear we were probably up there just like dancing for like two and a half hours like i don't think we like left like time just flew by it was great so yeah that was just like highlight memory I don't even know. It was just so funny. But one thing I do want to say is that I feel like I like needed that experience to like experience the European culture because it honestly gave me so much confidence. Like I feel like I'm so used to like being here. Like, I don't know. Maybe this is just a me thing. I feel like my mindset has changed since I've come back. But before I went to Europe, I just felt like oh, it's, like, so hard. Like, nobody wants to talk to me. I just, like, didn't have the confidence to, like, go up to people and just, like, start a conversation. But when I went to Europe, I don't know. For some reason, I just, like, didn't care, like, what anybody else thought. I was, like, I'm never going to see any of these people again. I'm just going to, like, like, go up to people, start conversation. Like, if they don't want to talk to me, whatever. And then it just, like, made me realize that, like, that's that's all it takes. Like, you just have to, like, no, go up to people and just, like, so put yourself out there. Fun. Exactly. It's so much more fun when you're not worried about, like, being judged or what are these people going to think of me or whatever it's like when you can just live carefree it's more fun so it's like yeah just bring that back to the u.s and what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to be yeah. like you know well, like i don't know yeah it totally changed my perspective because then i came back to the u.s and i was like okay like if i can get these like european boys to talk to me like i can get a random like college guy to talk to right. me like i don't know it's just mindset shift just really exactly. changed my outlook but another thing going on this like mindset like I don't know what's the word I'm trying to look for like not mindset shift like new perspective on life yeah like this like epiphany okay I had an epiphany okay (laughs) oh this is where you had your awakening yes Yes, my personal awakening okay so part of this is because this summer I was listening to this podcast this is like a little bit of a tangent but bear with me I promise I'm gonna like get back to like the end (laughs) the main point of this so i was listening to this podcast all summer and if you are a single girl listening to this podcast right now if you are single i don't care if you're not looking for a relationship or if you are looking for a relationship right now you need to listen to this podcast called date yourself instead look it up totally changed my mindset on everything gave me so much more confidence and yeah i like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, basically, I was always so, like, anxious about relationships. Like, relationships gave me so much anxiety, the thought of them. I was just, like, not, like, confident enough in myself. Like, whatever. I listened to this podcast, and I haven't had that problem since. Like, it just, like, totally changed the way I think. Well, I was going to say, I imagine it's basically, like, learning to love yourself and being confident in who you are and stuff like that. Yes. And then you're going to be a better version of yourself for people to want to date at that point. Yeah. Anyway. Basically, what this girl does is she, like, talks about all these, like, horrible dating experiences that she's had and, like, what she's learned from every single one. And then, like, how she's had to, like, change her mindset after each relationship. And it's just, like, basically, it's this girl just, like, hyping you up and telling you what you need to hear. Right. So if you need that, go listen. I've literally recommended it to all my friends because 
changed my life. For changed real. That sounds, your life. That sounds so dramatic, I know, but <laughs> it literally did. Okay. Anyways, that's my that's my two cents on that. If you're in Madrid, go to a club. It'll give you some confidence. It's great. Moving away from the club scene, though. Oh, actually, one more story. We leave Capital, and my friend that was, like, crying because she was lost, <laughs> she's, like, never recovered from that. Like, we found her, but she never stopped crying. Oh, and gosh. so we're, like, walking back to the train station, and we stop at a churro stand, and she's, like, ordering her churros, but, like, still crying. <laughs> and the guy in the churro stand is, like, so scared. Like, he was, like, what is happening? She, he was, like, <laughs> trying to order churros, but, like, mid-sob. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's just the alcohol that's making her cry. Oh, 100%. Like, everything was fine, but she yeah, just, like, like, couldn't recover. Nobody can be that sad eating their churros. <laughs> yeah. And then we got on the train, made it back to Alcala. It was great. Everything but was right in the world. Everything was right in the world. But, yeah, that was capital 10 out of 10 experience it was great amazing okay so barcelo capital great recommendations for friend trip or if you're going in college for a little bit of nightlife what about hallie what do you recommend for like cheap foods if you're balling on a budget where should you go in madrid to eat okay so one that i went to we went here multiple times is called tacos al pastor this is like super well known like pretty much if you've been to madrid you've probably heard of this it's like street tacos basically and then they also have like margaritas and beer and like random drinks but the tacos are literally like one euro like it's so cheap the line is always out the door it's super popular but it moves really fast like you get up to the counter and they're like what do you want what do you want go go yeah. go but that place is super fun another place that was recommended to us was called bocadillas oink so basically it's like a sandwich sauce a sandwich shop in Spain, Bocadillo is like a sandwich to go, basically. Okay, but speaking of this place, so we have, Hallie and I have an outline that we like, you know, write up what we're going to talk about for the podcast. So she's like collecting all of the listener stuff and putting it in this outline. And so she just like put this sentence that our listener like said, she just puts this in the outline and I'm going through it today and I'm like, I don't even understand what this means. I don't understand this Gen Z lingo. I'm like, I thought Hallie talked like a Gen Z, but this is like, I was like, I just had to stare at it and figure it out. I think I learned, but okay. So the sentence is, I mucked a bocadillo at least four times a week at Oink. All caps, gas. And so I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Which to me, I read that and I was like, I completely understood it. It made perfect sense. Kelsey's I, okay. reading it. She's like, I, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I figured out like mucked. I mean, context clues. I could figure out he's like getting a, this sandwich at this oink place, like a lot, whatever. But the gas thing. And I'm, I was like, okay, I think I like, no, he's just trying to say like, this is like a good place. But I was like, what does gas mean in this context? Like, I was like, oh, okay. Because he, like, said it in a bunch of other places, too, in, in his, like, recommendations. He was like, this is gas, this is gas, this is gas. Like, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, I thought this must mean good as shit. Like, G-A-S, good as shit. And so I tell Hallie this. I'm like, okay, I was looking at this. And she was like, oh, I didn't know that's what it meant, actually. Like, like I you didn't said know it, it was an acronym. I, well, like, and I don't know either. That's just what I – yeah. So we need to look it up because now I'm curious. Okay, I'm looking it up on Urban Dictionary right now. Oh my gosh, it's good ass shit. Oh, good ass shit? Yeah. Good ass shit. Okay, no, I thought it was good as shit, like good as shit, but. (laughs) Well, closer, I didn't even know it was an acronym. I just thought it was like, oh, like that's fire. Oh, that's gas. So See, now okay. I'm like, wow, teaching you're teaching you new things, things about your own lingo. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, well, okay. So that's the Bocadillo's Oink. Get your little sandwiches there. Okay. And then Hallie mentioned one other thing that you can do for more of like nightlife entertainment in Madrid. She mentioned when she went to like the football stadiums, but she went for something else. So do you want to talk about that, Hal? Yeah. So something that I would recommend is the reason I went to that stadium is because I went to a concert. I saw The weekend in Madrid while he was on his European tour, and it was amazing. 
And the tickets were way cheaper than you could get for his tour in the U.S. So if you know of any artists that happen to be touring in Europe, I would look into their tickets while you're there because chances are you're probably going to be able to get to see them for way cheaper in Europe than in the U.S. And it's like The weekend's like a huge artist. Like obviously any like American artist that's touring the world, like they're going to be big. But we got floor seats it was like 170 dollars for floor seats which is like still a lot of money for a concert but like in america those floor seats were like a thousand dollars so just like a little tip maybe do some research see if you can see anybody on a budget while you're abroad okay so uh, moving on to our next category is like the romantic or more like relaxing um, vacation. So this was actually inspired by a listener question that asked us the best date spot in Madrid. So Hallie, you want to like run through those? Yeah. So the first one that was recommended to us is called Templo de Debad, Madrid. Um, basically, it's an ancient Egyptian temple and it has really good views of the city. So it's really good to go like at sunset with a glass of wine. Very romantic, very cute. Um, the reason it's great at sunset is because there's like spaces in between the temples. So like the sunlight shines through them. So it's really pretty and the walls are lit up at night and there's like water around it. So just overall really pretty views. And then another thing that I went to was a rooftop bar, which would be good for a date night. The one I went to was called La Tavernière Gran Via. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. That was pretty good. Sounded a little French instead of Spanish, but... Well, I know, but tavernier, like, I don't know how you would... Yeah, I don't recognize that word in Spanish. Yeah, I don't think it's a Spanish word. But yeah, yeah, I went there. I'll post pictures of that as well. The views were really cool. But also there's so many rooftop bars in Madrid, and I'm sure they're all really great. Another thing is, like, there's a bunch of... There's a couple, like, parks and gardens that we'll talk about, but... Madrid is actually like one of the greenest cities in Europe, which is surprising because it is very urban, but they just have a lot of parks and and green spaces. And it's also, which I didn't know this, it's one of the sunniest cities in Europe. So I saw on a couple different sources, it ranged from people saying it has like on average 300 to 350 sunny days per year, which is like, which is almost crazy. every single day. I mean, that's like yeah. a ton. That's so much. So yeah. in the Midwest, we have like a hundred some. So <laughs> I'm like 350 days, a year of sun. Amazing. So yeah. these parks are like almost always just like beautiful because the sun's just shining down. So the most famous one is Retiro Park. Do you want to talk about that one, Hal? Yes. I feel like a good comparison of it is Central Park just because it's basically this giant park that's situated right in the heart of Madrid. So it's 350 acres, so a little smaller than Central Park because Central Park is 840 acres. But still, I mean, it's huge. Mm -hmm. There's like gardens inside of it, monuments. There's like trails that you can walk on. There's a lake where you can like actually rent like little paddle boats. So that would be super cute for a little date. There's this place called the Glass Palace, which is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. it, the architecture is crazy um it has a lot of like art exhibits there and it's also free to enter so that's a plus as well yeah when i went though it was empty so the art exhibits are temporary so i don't know how often that occurs but when i went it was just it was this empty glass building and it was just really you walk in and you could almost like hear the sunshine coming through the glass and like lighting everything up you know what I mean when it's just like so quiet and you just like it seems like everything's just like sparkly in there yeah it's just you're just walking around to look at it and yeah it's really 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 beautiful in there another so there's this other place called Real Jardín Botanico de Madrid and so that's just another park it's more of like a garden there's like over 90,000 types of plants and flowers so it was originally intended for all like the acclimation of all these different plants and spices that were imported from the West. It, they created this garden to allow these new things to become appl- acclimated to the Mediterranean climate of Madrid. But now it's oh, just like, cool. a public garden for people to like walk through. But it's gorgeous. I'm like, if you were like going on a trip here with your boyfriend or something, and that would be like a great like proposal spot. So if anyone's like planning anything like that it just looked beautiful I feel like the pictures there would be gorgeous 
Yeah, like slyly send pictures of it to your boyfriend while you're planning the trip. Yeah. Like, wow, look how beautiful this garden is. Yeah. So pretty. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, those are our recommendations for a little romantic or relaxing trip to Madrid. Um, Going to pivot a little bit to our more adventurous listeners and talk about some more like active sort of activities that Madrid has to offer. So how, what do you, you have some stuff to talk about there, right? Yeah, so I really only did like one adventurous excursion while I was in Madrid, but we actually went on like a kayaking trip on this river. It's called Pantano de San Juan, and it's like maybe 20 or 30 minutes outside of Madrid, Um, but it was beautiful. I got some really great pictures, and it was really fun. A lot of people had like big sailboats out there. There's also like a beach there, like a, a lot of people just went there for like a public beach just to sunbathe so that was great it's where the infamous red bikini picture was taken if you remember (laughs) when that was brought up a couple episodes ago um hallie's red bikini picture yeah wait did we i forget what we do we actually talk about it we brought it up because i don't remember anyways yeah this is when hallie texted me the picture and was like can you tell i haven't pooped in five days or something (laughs) is when she was in this red bikini that she ended up posting on instagram yeah yes my kayaking adventure so you just like it's like normal you like pick up your kayak at one spot and then you kayak down the river and then you drop it off and then you can like lounge at the beach and stuff like that we did like an out and back but it was really pretty because this river is like it's like a ravine almost so you're surrounded by these like mountains so oh, wow it's like really pretty yeah it yeah. was cool different than canoeing yeah, in like the white river like in indiana white river kayaking where it's just like this random like stream. swamp yeah this brown stream like no it was really pretty it was cool it was worth it for sure okay and then another thing that was recommended was casa de camp <laughs> let me Say that Whoa. not like an American Casa de, Park, <laughs> Casa de Campo Park, and this park is five times the size of Central Park. Where the other park, the Retiro Park, we talked about, that's more like quaint and beautiful, is smaller than Central Park. This one's enormous, but it has a zoo, it has an aquarium, it has an amusement park with roller coasters, it has a big lake for boating and other like recreational activities. There's tons of like running and mountain biking trails. So there's like a ton to do there, which I had actually not even heard of when I was in Madrid because I think it's a little bit further outside the city. But that's like kind of the adventurous fun things to do in Madrid. Okay, so the next category we're getting into is if you are a foodie. So Kelsey, do you have any of the recommendations for restaurants or good cuisine? Yes. Well, the first thing I wanted to say was Madrid is interestingly known to be really, really have great seafood despite it not being a coastal town. So Spain in general has a lot of good seafood. And so like Barcelona's right on the coast. So that makes sense for their seafood to be really good. But Madrid still don't like doubt the seafood, even though it's like literally right in the center of the country. Yeah. Hallie, why don't you talk about the churros place? Both of us went here, but. Okay. Yeah. So Kelsey and I happened to go to the same exact churros place when we were in Madrid because I think it's like pretty well known. Yeah. Which is probably how we both ended up there. Right. Um, It's called Chocolateria San Ginés. It's really cute on the inside. It's very old timey aesthetic green velvet seating with like marble floors. It's like you're going into this like old chocolate shop. Yes. What the vibe is. It's great. Right next to Puerta del Sol, the like main public square. So super convenient location too if you happen to find yourself in that area. Yeah, the thing about – so when you order like churros and hot chocolate at this place, which is like the thing to get, they have other stuff, but definitely – that's what you want to get there. The mm-hmm. chocolate, when you think of hot chocolate, you think of like a drink. But hot chocolate in Spain is like literally a bowl of melted chocolate. So yeah. you're just like dipping your churro in melted chocolate and it's the best thing ever. So, so good. good. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then I'm just going to run through the next like few recommendations for like the foodie category because it's just names of restaurants. These were, were all sent in. Yeah. From, yeah, listeners. So Um, Again, these will all be listed on the Instagram, but brunch recommendation, Bucolico, somewhere to go for traditional Spanish food, Fatigas del Querer, Paella, go to Restaurante La Barraca, Tapas, go to Casa Julio, 
coffee, go to Felice Coffee, and cocktails, go to Salmon. Well, this is, I say Salmon Guru because that's Salmon. Looks, yeah, I'm like, I don't need to say that Spanish, right? It's just, it looks like salmon. Anyway, yeah. Salmon Guru for cocktails, which apparently this is like a top 10 bar in the world. So, I looked into it a little bit. It looks just like really cool, funky inside. So I'm sure their cocktails are really good. So yeah, yeah, we'll have those we'll all have, listed yeah. in the podcast description. We'll have all this stuff listed as well. And then yeah, more details on the Instagram. So perfect. Okay. And then, okay, this is getting into our last category. So one of our listeners said that museums in Madrid are a must do. So we have our little historian category for those that are into art and learning about all the culture of the place that you go. So Hallie's going to give us a couple examples of some recommendations for things to do in that category. Yeah, one of the most famous museums in Madrid is the Reina Sofia Museum. This was actually like an excursion that our school, my school did when I was in Madrid. I personally didn't go, but a lot of my friends went and they said it was really cool. It has a lot of 20th century Spanish art. So like Pablo Picasso, Salvador Dali, those are probably some names that you've heard of. So Mm -hmm. if you're into that, that would be cool to check out. And then another really famous museum is the Museo Nacional del Prado. Um, This is like probably the most famous museum in Madrid, and it has paintings by Diego Velasquez. So Las Meninas, if you've heard of that, if you're into art. And the third May, the third of May, 1808 by Francisco Goya. Those are both like really famous art pieces. So those would be cool things to check out as well. Perfect. Okay, so I think that's our Madrid episode. So Madrid's an awesome place. I know this was a lot, but hopefully, yeah, you guys can find something that inspires you to stop by there. I know we have a listener going on her honeymoon there, so hopefully we helped you guys out for that. Perfect. Um, Yeah, so anything else, Hal? Anything else we're missing? I don't think so. If you've been to Madrid please let us know. I feel like we covered so many different things, but the city is giant. So let us know if we miss out on anything because I definitely want to go back at some point. So I would love to hear the best places to go. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, If you haven't left us a review, please don't forget to rate us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And subscribe to our YouTube Make sure you hit subscribe or follow on the podcast platform so you don't miss another episode. But yeah, I think that's all for today. So we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye.